if you aspire to be a business owner at a young age, I really encourage you to do it. It's gonna teach you so many life skills that are valuable when you become an adult and you're gonna be 10 steps ahead of everyone else when you know it comes down to the real world. Raising Confident Teens podcast where we talk about life and relationship with teens and their parents. I'm Rachel. And I'm Hudson. And how's it going for you, Hudson? Fine. Yeah. Having a good week? I mean, if we have school the week, it's not a good week. Oh, come on now. So I'm excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking to the lovely Bianca Brown. Bianca is a 16-year-old who is getting things done. She's not only a very busy athlete, she's committed to her academics and serving others, and she owns her own business. We're so happy to have you on with us today, Bianca. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, I am 16 years old, and I have a business called Simply Be. I started it over quarantine, and I was 15 at the time, and... um, So I've been selling it for a little over a year now, and um, I also play volleyball and run track, and I'm a part of my National Honor Society, among other things, in my school. Is volleyball your favorite sport, or? Oh, that's such a hard question. I think it is. I think volleyball, I think I like volleyball better than track. Yeah, we have a volleyball player here. Um, Really? What's your position? I am a middle hitter slash blocker. So you're tall, right? I'm really not. I'm actually like 5'6", but I can jump pretty high. I have like a vertical of someone who's like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, wow. So are you wanting to keep doing that? I would like to. It just really depends if like a college would pick up some of my height for my position. So if I were to play in college, I'd probably have to play a different position. Right. Yeah. I, I, volleyball players, they're, they're a special breed. Like they love their sport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unlike track, I mean, track, you know, you- <laughs> I mean, who wants to just run? Well, I think a lot of athletes do that just to stay in shape. Yeah, I started doing track just to stay in shape um, during off season of volleyball. But I actually started like really enjoying it because I, I do hurdles in track. I don't just do like straight running events, but I really enjoy doing hurdles. OK, so tell us a little bit about your business. Um, so I started it in during quarantine of 2020 and um, so yeah I started during quarantine in 2020 and it first started off as a thing uh, just an idea because I was really bored over quarantine and I'm used to being someone who's a busybody being involved in all types of sports and extracurriculars and of course a lot of that got canceled because of COVID so I was home a lot and I was really unproductive with my time And so I had time to start doing crafts that I used to do. Like when I was younger, I made a lot of crafts, um, really like different ones too. I used to make um, lipstick out of like crayons and- Did um, it work? Coconut oil. Yeah, it did work. And my mom used to wear them. Sometimes she would like put it on before she went to work and show it to me. And I, I just thought it was the coolest thing. So I always was into making new beauty products in my own kind of way, even when I was younger, like different, um, 
shaped soaps and things like that. So during quarantine, I had time to start making soaps and lip scrubs and things like that. And my mom was like, this is such a good idea. We really like the products. And she was like, you should turn this into a business. And I was like, yeah, I should. So I created a website. Um, I got everything together in Instagram. And it actually started out as um, Busy Bee Beauty. Um, the idea was kind of like a beauty business uh, for people who were busy bees like me, you know? <laughs> that was the idea. But I had a YouTube channel and I, it was called Simply Bianca, and I wanted to make it more of like a brand, so I named it Simply B instead. So I wanted to like make them correspond for when and if I picked up YouTube again. So yeah, and then I started selling my products to local deliveries, and then it kind of just transcended from there. I love that name, Simply B. It's, it's, Thank you. It's, it's like a dual meaning, like... I mean, yeah, it is because I I'm like people call me B as a nickname, right? So it's like simply me, like simply B, and then right. You know. But then you're telling everybody you just need to simply be. Exactly. <laughs> just uh, remember, you're enough, right? Just simply be exactly. who you are. Um, tell us about your first customer. My first customer, her name was Carrie, and. I will never forget because I was so ecstatic to have her as my first customer because she wasn't someone who I, she's a friend, she was a friend from school, um, but she wasn't someone that I was really close to. She wasn't a best friend of mine and we weren't in the same friend group, but we knew each other from being in like the same classes and going to the same school, friends from social media. And I, I thought it was really cool and nice of her it was just really generous because she was the first one that ordered from me and we weren't even close like that so it was really nice to, um when she ordered she ordered a blue or a cotton candy lip scrub and a cotton candy shimmer spray so um that was my very first order and that was very exciting for me she just saw you post something yeah i had just started it and i there was one of like i think i had maybe two posts up at the time and it was of the shimmer spray and the um lip scrub collection uh where did you get the ideas for your first products the ideas for my first products um were behind i knew i wanted to make a lip scrub because that was one of the first crafts that i made at home during quarantine that i really enjoyed so I decided to make a lip scrub and I started doing research on like other small businesses and things like that. And people were doing like body sprays and I was like, oh, that's a good idea. I was like, what if I made it shimmery? Cause you know, it was summertime and you know, you like to have that summer glow. So <laughs> I was like, let me just make it shimmery. And that's, those were the first two products I came out with because I knew I was able to do a corresponding flavor with a corresponding scent. So it just like worked out that way. You are very detailed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, so how do you make it shimmery or is that a secret? It's not a secret. I use um, aloe vera juice um, mixed with water, but it's, it's mainly aloe vera juice. And then I use a, a mica powder, which is like a plant-based colorant that has um, like shimmer in it. And I mix that with the essential or the fragrance oil. Uh, do you like science? I, honestly, it depends on the science. I, I'm, I'm taking physics right now. I'm not a huge fan of it. It's doable, but science is normally not my thing. I'm more of like a L.A. social science kind of person. Yeah. Language arts. Oh, yeah. That sounds like L.A. Language What's L.A.? 
<laughs> yeah, you like to write, right? I do. Yeah. How do you find most of your customers? Um, so most of my customers in the very beginning were a lot of people that were around me locally, such as like family, friends, um, people from school, my peers. Um, but then it kind of turned into more of um, people like like people from recommendation, like recommendations. So um, like referrals and things like that. Then I went viral on TikTok um, last year in February. And so I got a lot of new customers from that and then referrals from them. So it kind of just is like a domino effect. Um, but I think I get most of my customers from referrals. That's awesome. That means you got a good product. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice when people are like, oh, I came from such and such. I came from this. I came from that. Or when people come back multiple times, it's such a great feeling. Uh, what has been the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur? The hardest thing about being an entrepreneur, I have to say, is probably time management. Mm. Um, that's definitely something I, I think I still kind of struggle with. Um, it's, it's hard balancing sports and extracurriculars and Simply Be and my social life. It's a lot because I'm used to having a, so, a, lo a big social life, a large social life, and also being able to do sports all the time, talk to my friends when I get home from my sports, but now I have something else that's also time consuming. So um, time management has definitely been the hardest thing and it's something I'm still learning to do. Um, I've been trying to do like time blocking, which is like you set out a certain time to do something and you do it within that time frame. Right. Um, but it's a lot easier said than done. Yeah. And it takes a lot of self-discipline, which is something I'm still working on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's even for adults, like we just did a podcast last week about time management and it is so hard. Like even for adults, yeah. we get distracted, you know, with our email and our uh, phone going off and it's so easy to. Uh, so, so have you found any little tips that work for you? Um, yeah, so the time blocking, when I do time block, um, I find it's very efficient. I'm able to, I'm very productive within that day. I get a lot done and I have time left over at the end of the day so that I can rest or get ready for the next day so I'm not super sh stressed out and like stretched thin the next day. Because I find that if you are not prepared, if you're stretched thin that for one day, then the whole rest of your week is going to be like that. If you're unorganized, if you don't start your week out well, then the rest of the week is going to be stressful. So I think that starting the week off well really is a good tip. When you start off your Sunday or Monday with your plans thought out, I find that that's the best thing. That's the best tip I can give. That's great advice. You know, I've heard um, um, however your morning goes, that's how your day is going to go. So that yeah. your theory is along those lines, how your first day goes of the week, that's how the rest of the week's going to go. I really think so. I really think so because I think that if you're – I think if you're not prepared the first day of the week, then you're trying to play catch up the right. rest of the week and it gets really stressful. Do you use a planner? I do. I just, uh, so I always bought planners and I never use them. I would always try to find the cutest planner, um, have like the best things, the best stickers that come with it. Um, but then I would never write in it, but I do use a planner this year. I have to use a planner. I don't even have a choice at this point. Maybe that's a new, uh, another product for you. I know. Simply these planners. Yeah. <laughs> For the busy athlete. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> Tell us something that you were not expecting that happened in your business or because of your business. 
I definitely think going viral on TikTok and the 6ABC news segment have been the most surprising things that I was not expecting. Uh, both of those were really surreal moments and something that was completely just instant. I was not prepared for. And those have been the things that I have feel like have been like huge milestones within this this journey. Um, but, but those two things, I would say, are the things I was, you know. You say you weren't prepared for it. So if you could go back, would you have done something different? Most definitely. Um, so when I went viral on TikTok, I was still mainly doing local deliveries, but the TikTok was basically to build my customer base, uh, my customers. However, I wasn't really prepared for the amount that came at one time. I never expected to go viral on TikTok. I just expected to, you know, increase the amount of customers that I had, but it was a ton at one time. I got a ton of orders and I was still fair. I was, I mean, I'm still small, but I feel like I'm a little bigger now. And before I was making very small batches of products at one time, I was really making them when people ordered. So it was a lot when I got a ton of them at one time, people ordering five, six things, 10 things at a time. I was very unprepared for that. And I wish I could go back and and do it all, but I learned a lot of valuable lessons through that. Um, my prices went up after that because my prices were fairly low. I had $5 shipping for products that cost $10 to ship out. I had international shipping on what's cost money that I wasn't, you know, I lost some money during that because I, I was having $5 shipping with $30 shipping fees to Canada. Yeah. So everything I learned, I, I'm really thankful for the lessons that I learned through that. And um, ever since I went viral on TikTok, I've, I've had products lined up, uh, inventory, so that I wouldn't have to go through that again. And 6ABC, I will say I was a little more prepared for that one um, because, I, like I said, I had products made already. Um, from learning from that. I was more so unprepared um, because it happened all so quickly. I literally got the emails, let's interview in two days. And me thinking, I'm not thinking they're gonna air it the day that we do the interview, they aired it the same day we did the interview. So um, that was that was pretty hectic, but I think I stayed, I stayed afloat on um, everything. It wasn't like when I went viral on TikTok and I had like three products of each thing made. Yeah, so you do it all by hand still? Yes, everything. Um, I do have the body butters and body scrubs are made with like a stand mixer, but they're made by hand. I pipe them and, um, you know, like do all of the measuring and stuff. Do you see that being the case for long term or are you going to like get equipment, you think? Uh, yeah, I honestly getting a stand mixer is probably one of the best things, best investments I made in Simply Be because I was before doing it with um, just your regular hand mixer. And I find that um, the products are actually better with the sand mixer because when it's automatic like that, it's able to get, the products are able to get fluffier and more whipped, especially with the body butters. Um, and also it's just really more time efficient for me who's like a full-time student and an athlete and does extracurriculars. I find that's a lot better for me. So it'll probably stay um, with um, the sand mixers, hopefully industrial soon, but you know, that's more so like looking into the future. Yeah, I was just thinking, can you use a cement mixer? I'm just trying yeah, I'm probably, <laughs> You can make I'm sure some you pretty big batches. You know what yeah. I mean? Not the truck. I mean like that kind well, of- Well, no, yeah, we yeah. used to have one. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, you're talking about how um, you messed up on shipping and stuff. I th- every every entrepreneur does that kind of stuff at the beginning. Yeah. And and I think that's kind of why it's a good idea that you know most people start small because if you started big and made those big mistakes you would lose way more money. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like those those lessons were really valuable for me. Yeah. So how has having a business changed you as a person? Um it definitely puts more perspective on things. Um especially when I see small businesses and the reason they charge for the things they do. Um you really can understand it more when you are a small business owner. I think it's also changed. I think it's also made me a little more mature. And I do think I've done better with time management. Of course, it's it's challenged. My time management is definitely challenged. But I think, you know, I'm definitely do better with that. I definitely do better with that now. Um, and it just made me more focused on myself. I feel like it's boosted my confidence in a way as well. Or just made me more reliable on myself. I felt like before maybe I was more dependent on other people's opinions and what other people thought, or um, really relied heavily on the on the support system around me. But I think I think now I really value my own opinions more and my own support. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, we teach. You know, when you're a teenager, you should learn lots of things, like learn skills, learn how to do things. Um, you know, learn how to drive, learn how to cook, because there is something about learning to do things that makes you more confident. Yeah. Like when you, are you driving yet? I am. I actually just drove to the post office today to drop off some orders. Yeah. So like when you first start to drive, you're really nervous and you can't remember how to turn the turn signal on. And you know, like, you know, you're like, you're, you have no confidence, but the more you do it, you know, you get to the point where you're like, I just hop in and go, you know, I don't have to think about what I'm doing every second that, you know, and it does make you more confident. Yeah, I will say I was a little self-conscious when I first started Simply Be, like scared to post stuff and repost it on my my um, personal account and things like that. But um, I feel like as my business has grown, I've also grown with it in that I'm just more confident in the product that I make, more confident in my own opinion and um, like the value that I feel like I put into Simply Be. I, I'm not so dependent upon like what my friends might think, what my families might think of my business. I'm, I'm really just happy with the product and Simply Be on my own. Yeah, you're like more, how do I put this? You're like, I can figure things out. Yeah. Yeah, you're more confident in your abilities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's cool. Do you ever feel like quitting? I I do. Some I I I do. Yeah. I'm going to be honest um because before I wouldn't feel comfortable saying that, but I def there definitely are some days where I just come home from school and the last thing I want to do is simply be. But most days I really love what I do. Um you know, with anything comes the hard days, the tough days where I have a really long day at school, had a bunch of tests, and I'm just tired. I just came back from a volleyball game, and I'm staying, I have to stay up till maybe 12 o'clock in the morning doing some Simply Be things, but sacrifice is involved with anything that's good. So, you know, sometimes you gotta sacrifice some sleep and 
you know, some so your social life. And there's things that, you know, I don't have as much of anymore, um, sleep being included <laughs> because of Simply Be. But, you know, all of it is going to be, I just think of all of it is going to be worth it in the long run. Yeah. So what are your plans for the future? Um, the plans, it's, that is such a hard question because it really depends on where I go to college. I do plan on going to college. Um, so hopefully if I go somewhere locally, I'll be able to, you know, travel and be able to do Simply Be. Um, hopefully not too far where I'll be able to, you know, maybe start a brick, like open up a brick and mortar shop or I'm able to sell my products and be in school at the same time. It's not too far. Um, if I go somewhere that's a little further away, I think I'll probably have to somehow transform Simply Be into something else or maybe do wholesale, hire people. Yeah. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna have to be something else. Cause I really can't see myself giving up Simply Be, especially cause I put so much work into it. Um, I really hate to be something that, you know, has to be put on hold. So I guess part of me picking col a, a college to go to is gonna be, you know, off of Simply Be. I can see you, you be the only dorm student with a stand mixer in your room. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and they'll be like, what's she making in there? I know. All these chemicals and stuff. <laughs> I don't know that they let some of that stuff on campus. Oh, uh, it'll probably be fine. Um, <laughs> what would you say to teenagers that are thinking about starting a small business? I would definitely say go for it. Um... I wouldn't discourage anybody from starting a business. I would just say that make sure that you're ready for the things that come with it, you know? Be confident in your own project and your own ability to do things. Um, I feel like having confidence in yourself and your um, product and your own ability to do things is probably one of the biggest things and not relying on other people around you to be able to lift you up. You really have to lift yourself up um, time management, I would definitely say, because that is going to be one of the biggest things. You have to have, you know, good time management. Um, that's another thing. But I really think that if you aspire to be a business owner at a young age, I really encourage you to do it. It's going to teach you so many life skills that are valuable when you become an adult. And you're going to be 10 steps ahead of everyone else when you know, it comes down to the real world. You're going to know about finance. You're going to know about marketing. You're going to know about time management. You're going to know about people skills. There's so many things that come with being an entrepreneur at a young age. And I think that anybody should do it. Yeah. And just think when you go to college and uh, fill out your applications and scholarship applications, you can put that on there. I've owned my own business that was profitable, you know? Yeah, they it really sets you apart. Yeah, they love that kind of stuff. What media platforms can people find you on? Um, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at simplyb underscore LLC. And our website is www.simplybllc.com. Awesome, you guys, you need to go and check her out. Thank you so much for joining us today, Bianca. Thank you for having me. We love what you're doing. We wish you much success in the future. Hey, guys, if you enjoy our podcast, don't forget to rate and review us on your podcast player. The more reviews we get, the easier it is for people to find us. Have a great week. 